What's happening, Boog Lords? This is just a quick service announcement. Novi Premium. 27 minutes of Michael Novi taking the absolute piss out of the fucking Boog scene. Uh, it's on the cinema right now. So if you haven't signed up, fucking oath, get into it. And um, yeah, thanks for listening to the podcast. Let's get into it, boys. It was all a pipe dream Watching body boarding up on TV Deep at reef watching tension repeats Eating bakery feeds at 18 Living the dream with no sunscreen Yeah we were so keen Surfing Aussie pipe Buying Riptide sh- Alright, g'day and welcome to the Riptide Bodyboarding Podcast The home of bodyboarding Thank you for joining us on episode 55 of our Verbal Journaling And I'm your host Luke O'Connor Well, today's guest is a friend who I grew up locally with a bloke I'd see smiling back at me more often than not out in our local lineup on a weekly basis. A fella who has always been keen on a yarn and a real down-to-earth chat at that. On top of all this, the man can seriously boog. Both in prone and drop-knee positions, he rides waves like no other. From countless backdoor expeditions through thundering east-south-east growers out his home break of the island, to famously throwing the knee over at one of Australia's premier slabs, Cape Salander. This freaky deaky pocket rocket exudes a passion for the booze <laughs> like not many others I know. <laughs> His recent move pocket up rocket. north to Sunny Foster, pocket rocket, brother. Fucking, there's a bit of fucking power in those thighs, let me tell you. Has allowed today's guest to walk. <laughs> Work on his technical beachy surfing and his efforts have been rewarded in solid results of late on the local and national comp circuit. I can't wait to talk to him about his newly released verse, um, versus board. They had a lot to do with the design. And I would just like to introduce good friend and DK Coolord to the potty, Aaron Glossop. How are you, my bruh? Yeah, Lukey, how you going? Barking so good, man. And it's good to have... Um, it's good to have a drop knee on the potty because I've been real uh, prone bias of late. And oh, it's always prone bias, mate. We're, we're, we're used to it. Isn't it just heavy, <laughs> eh? Like, and I thought to myself the other day, what have I been doing? I've been trying to spread over the demographics, trying to reach different parts of, um, you know, the industry that is bodyboarding, and drop knee's been neglected. So I want to put my hand up and just um, give a big apology out there for all the, the DKs because, yeah, it needs to be covered. and. Why, um, who better than to speak uh, about drop name than, than yourself, sir? What have you been up to on the knee of late? Man, it's just been, you know how it is. You're, you're a family man too. Uh, family's coming first, obviously. But um, I've been lucky, you know. I moved out of the Shire and I fucking sort of uh, shacked up in a very uh, family-orientated community. And it just so happens there's a whole bunch of drop knees like me. So, yeah, we've just been like kind of bouncing off each other. I've got Tom Donnelly and Adam Cheers up here that um, that I surf with, uh, you know, here and there, but they're family men as well. It's funny because <clears throat> I get told I'm a, a grommet <laughs> like for the day. <laughs> I'm 35, we're, we're fucking in our 30s. <laughs> and we're just a, an, eternal, an eternal grom sort of thing going on. 
Dude, oh, I've yeah. always seen the froth with you, as I mean, that's one of the things I've always noticed. There's been the internal grom from day one, and that's one of the best traits to have, man. Be the Peter Pan in the room, you know, just continue to live your life in a, a good and energetic fashion and don't have to come to the restraints of, well, the, the normal constraints of just society and telling you in your 30s, you got to do this, in your 40s, you got to do this, in your 50s, you got to do this. Like, break the fucking mold and just live how you want to live, and I reckon you're a great um, demonstration of that. Yeah. Oh, thanks, man. That's, um, you know, it's pretty, it's pretty easy to see we're getting older, especially when you've got like receding hairline and bald patch fucking starting to show itself. Um, oh man, and so much more hair in other areas as are, you know what I mean? Like in the areas that you don't want. Like you get way more in the crotchal region. <laughs> the fl- I'm really starting to, you know, kind of grow out your nostrils. Yeah, man. Um, I, I, I plaited my hair nostrils, um, nostril hairs the other day. I just put them in a plait. <laughs> I had to yeah, think for a second there if you normal. actually had enough to grab together. but Yeah, you know, it's a quarter-life, mid-life crisis sort of thing. You know, what can I do with this ex- hair extension when all my hair on top's <laughs> falling out? You know, I'll dye it blonde. I'll dye it pink next. Those hairs. Anyway, Man, have you seen um, the the recent trend in uh, tattooing hairlines and the skull? No, nah, what's been happening? Man, there's been a lot going on. Um, you know, if you're of a certain ethnicity and, like, you know, you've got a certain shaped head and, like, whatever, you could definitely fill in the gaps with, like, a beautifully designed, essentially tattoo on your, on, on your head, but it, it looks like hair. Oh, wow. Yeah. Right, well, yeah. You got a link for me, or like, <laughs> Braz, You're going gracefully. I, I, I love it. I'm not too far behind you, bro. That's just yeah. life, isn't it? It's just life. Yeah, no. Oh, there's so many. There's so many that. I mean, isn't it like 65 percent uh, of men over the age of 30 go through male pattern baldness, and it's fucking hilarious. I watched that Jim Jeffries, um, uh, the newest one that he did, the newest um, stand-up comedy he did on Netflix. Oh, yeah, I have not seen it yet. Oh, you do. you got to say it. It's funny as he talks about um, how, like, there's one taboo thing that you cannot joke about and it's male pattern baldness. And he goes on this rant and it just makes so much sense. Like, women (laughs) with full heads of hair can wear wigs, but a man that's, like, receding and just losing his complete, like, masculinity gets fucking, like, shat on. Yeah. There's so many people in, in Boogan as well that have gone through you know, the balding episode, you know. Oh, it's, man, it's for sure, and especially being, like, from the surf culture that we are, like, and you, everyone starts off with, like, long blondish hair. And, yeah, and then it, Yeah, exactly. It might change or then ever slowly over time. And, yeah, like, naturally your, your head shape just changes, your body shape changes, yeah. and, and your hair goes. And, yeah, like, you look at, say, Dave Ballard, for example. I remember photos of him when he was so young with hair. And then... Wasn't he balding at, like, 18, but Yeah, he was super young. Winger was the same. <laughs> <I'm kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, like... Um, no. Yeah, <laughs> on his like 16th birthday, he got a car and um, a, a gift voucher for Ashley and Martin. Yeah, that's it. Well, you know, I grew my hair out because I was trying to emulate yourself and Strachan. Oh, know? turn it oh. up. <laughs> you boys with the long-haired louts of the... Oh, uh, yeah, wasn't that... 
It wasn't that a scene, eh? I swear to God, we kept our hair long just to be different, just to piss off all the footy players and yeah. at the time too, just as a resentment thing. It was a real bodyboarding thing too to be like, yeah, we're going to go exactly against the norm of anyone else around the area and just, um, you know, stick our thumbs in it because it was always the rebellion thing. It was, yeah. yeah. Crazy yeah. I look back on it, man, how I viewed surfing and how I viewed so many other sports around me in the water. I just, like, felt bodyboarding was the only thing and it was me against the world kind of thing. Yeah. Like, it's so wild, that mind frame. Yeah, man. It's been a – it was, like, it's sick to talk to you about it because you grew up in the same, you know, the same spot. We we linked up in the ocean together, but you know I was from Cornell. You were from, uh, you know, inner parts. Of, well, you grew up in Kiriwe, didn't you? No, I was in Grace Point. Grace Point, yeah, similar, yeah, just right on the bush there. I was, I was lucky. Like, I mean, I could still get to the beach in those days. Man, it took me like ten to fifteen minutes from my house because there was no traffic. But now these days in Grace Point, it's probably going to take you twenty minutes to half an hour to even yeah. get out of the joint. But um. Yeah, I was so lucky to be in that little zone there and, and still have access to the beach and, like, the waterways. And, and yeah, yeah, you you at Cornell, man, like, that was the prime spot just to to, to cruise all the undisclosed locations that had, um, oh, yeah. man, right. so many yeah. moments. Yeah, like, you know how, like, it's not a short road going out to um, Suck Rock. And I used to ride my bike with one of the – well, I used to ride a stand-up back in, in high school before I started dropping in. Really? So you dropped me yeah. late. Yeah, I was um so year seven and year eight, I was surfing, and I was doing like Cronulla board riders and shit like that, and coming up against like big names there, like Dylan Hannah and oh Dill Haler, sorry. And wow. I, think I, I think I got him in a in a heat once. <laughs> oh, did you blow the tail out of one just in the end? Oh yeah, and then mind you, I add to that, I was goofy. I'm goofy stand up and drop knee natural. I don't know. Oh, I, I love weird. that. Very weird. But um, No, 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 but that's sick because that means you could be ambidextrous and you could just be – you know how the soccer players can kick really well with both their left and right feet? It's almost equal. Like that's yeah. kind of similar in those stances. Yeah. If I played soccer, I'd probably just kick with thigh. I'm all thigh. <laughs> just what – What is it? You just get down on your kneecaps and just, just – oh, under. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah, just leave the leg extension of the calf and the foot behind, mate. The thigh is all you need. That's where all the all the knee snap energy comes from. Yeah, yeah dude, that thunder pocket rocket call is legit. You thunder out of barrels yeah. like none other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you were surfing um, from what, like the age of? 13. Well, yeah, from when I was a Grammy to when I was about 14, I got spooked out voodoo on a big day on my stir- on my surfboard and uh, I was with my mate Brandon Tight. Oh yeah. Yeah, we'd ridden our bikes there and it was like I think we were meant to be at school and we just fucking bailed and went s- surfing out there. Anyway, it rising swell out voodoo, so you can imagine what we we're dealing with. <laughs> yeah, I can and, imagine what you're dealing with. And so I got this um, eight footer on the head, like Dog Marsh, the guy that owns the Triple Bull Shop, he was fucking like in the pit with his hands up, and it was like double over his head. And I copped it on the head, and my leash snapped. I got dragged all the way, pretty much to Boat Harbour. And Jesus. yeah, and then my board went out to sea, and my mate got flogged as well. 
and he lost his board and then he paddled on my board when I got it back to get his. And then after that, I was like, I don't want to fucking surf anymore. That was shit. Like, <laughs> it was just the most traumatic event. And then, especially with no flippers, too. Like, you realize when you lose yeah, your board like, surfing, you, like, it's they're both as horrific on both a bodyboard and a surfboard. But when you're in those deep water situations without fins on and you're just trying to keep yourself afloat, fuck, it's a nightmare, yeah, I reckon. It was. And I reckon, you know, if I, if I would have maybe tried again after that session to surf, I might have kept at it. But, I had a session out, Tretch, I think, with a bunch of South Nulla mates on a boog, and I got hooked at, from that, like, just, just prone riding on that left ledge. You know how sucky it is? Oh, so much fun. Yeah. And you can just time it perfectly to just be in and out. Yeah, and then that was the same era that, like, like I don't know, bodyboarding back for us when we were in high school was so sick because we still had – mags in news agencies and we were going to the um newsstand and having a look oh like who's on the fucking cover like rawlins or hardy or like ben player or winnie and we'd be frothing out and then like a rush video would come out and and i don't know i just was so fixated on the drop knees out of all of the images that were in those mags so i was like fuck it i'm gonna give it a go and because we only have had like the rights like um, out reefs or Colonel Point when it broke. So I was always trying drop me in over reef and I was always getting flogged when I started. Like you can never just be good at drop knee. Like all the drop knee riders have been shit like to, to begin with, I, I believe. And so, yeah, and I just fucking kept at it and that was it. So from the age of like say – the like what was the transition? 14. I'm, I'm I would say to get... 14 I started drop knee in. Yeah, sick. And for and from then on in, it's just been hooked. Yeah, I'm so. I'm I'm 34, turning 35 in November, so that's what 20 years. That's so psycho. Two decades on that's the knee over. <laughs> yeah, oh man, it's crazy when you look back on it. Like I, you know, I'm I'm 33. I started bodyboarding, I guess, in the shore down at Narwali, the holiday house we had down there. Maybe. Yes. Three or four, you know what I mean, man? So really, it's going to be coming up to three decades of mucking around on the board. Like, yeah, it's psycho and just so, yeah, so crazy to see that we've just kept going for such a period of time. What a versatile piece of foam, hey? Oh, dude, you can do anything with it. Even the stoogie, you know, going back over that sort of stuff. Like, is you can do stand-up, you can do DK, you can do prone, you can do toe-outs with it, you can... You know, do big waves with it when you you can weight those boards down. Like you know, yeah. even listening to um actually the closeout potty only recently with Novi man, I was really interested to hear about his weighted down board for those yeah. sessions at the right and um the sand and the stringer. I reckon that was so cool to hear. I've got I've got a weighted um board as well. I've got marble or oh, it's like built ball bearings in the stringer. Sick, yeah. Okay, yeah. so there's all different composites you can use and throw in there, eh? Yeah, it was actually the first custom. Um, it was a VS DK um, prototype, so it had the it had the nose lift on it. And then I I asked Mez, or I actually asked Winnie. Um, I was like, oh, I really want to try this weighted shit. Like, well, how do you do it? And he's like, yeah, don't worry, we'll sort you out. And Mez was from because <laughs> he'd never really, oh, he'd done it like to heaps of guys, but um, yeah, he was frothing putting a drop knee board. And when I got it, it, like the the 
the ball bearings like rattle. Like he, I can pick it up and shake it, and it sounds like it's like a maraca. No That's way. Crazy. That's so yeah. cool. But that would also be perfect too, I guess, being ball bearings. There'd be space between them, allow a bit of flex in the stringer whilst also yeah. weighing it down. Like That's psycho. I um, My first session on it, I was out the island. Um, Strachan was out there that day too. Actually, my brother was um, taking shots of it, and I got this one mental one. I don't. It was like my fourth wave or something, and – I'd, I'd had a good session on the versus model, which is just not a normal um, prone, like versatile. It's more prone board. The week before I had a, I had a session and I got flogged on this one. It just threw me like as soon as I got to White Rock, this thing stood up. It was probably like six foot and like I was locked in. Anyway, it threw me like straight away. There's like I've posted it heaps of times. I'm, I'm one of those guys that keeps posting the same photos over and over. I don't think you've noticed or not, but <laughs> no, 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 man. You know, I mean, like, if if it's if it's if it's a great shot and you you you're loving it and and it's been like you know eight, ten, what, however many years, it doesn't even really matter. It's more so like what it means to you. Like, if you, I just like reminding people every six months, you know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 sweet. yeah. You do you, Aaron. You do you. <laughs> I put a reminder on my phone to post this repost. Oh man, you actually—I I was going back to your, your, your grandma and the earlier in that photo you have on that in um, just such a classic orange toys board that you, you rode for so long, yeah. and you're coming through such a warping pit. Um, and I think Matt Harbour might have, um, have taken yeah. it. And what a great – shout-out to Matt Harbour. If he's out there in Ether somewhere, you might right. possibly have a listen to this. He knew how to take a fucking photo. There's one in my living room that I will forever be so grateful for, and yeah. I constantly look out thinking that is – such a great capture, one of the greatest shots I've uh, I feel like I've ever had out there personally for myself. And he, and he was just so nice to hand it over. We just got it framed. He just charged me like whatever the cost was to get it blown up. And, and you know what I mean? Like it just yeah, um he's yeah, yeah, he's a good dude. Yeah, do you? Yeah, yeah. I've, I've um, um chatted to him before. He's not far away from me actually. He's just down south, a little bit far, further south than me. Um, still, still. He, he was a drop near as well. That's why we got along. Yeah. Um, but he was yeah, a bit yeah. of a recluse, bit of a, like, kept to himself sort of thing. Didn't really like making too many friends, you know. Like, you, you kind of keep your circle small. He was one yeah. of them fellas, like, old school. And, um, yeah, we I had six sessions with Matt. He was fucking mad. But, um, sorry, I shouldn't swear so much. Oh, no, dude, please. Open slather on this podcast. There's some of the yeah. things that I've said probably going to send me to hell. Sweet. That's all right. Well, that place doesn't exist anyway. Yeah. So right. um, <laughs> well, Harbour and I, we linked up that morning for that shot and um, I was that froth enough. I can kick my toe walking down Blackwoods. Oh, my goodness. That's a classic. Yeah. So if you are in, the t- in my yellow fin on that wave, I've got a busted up toe. Like it was bleeding, and it was like the lit, the like a, there was a flap of skin coming off it. You can do some serious damage to your toes just in in 
general walking down to surf destinations, especially on cold mornings when your feet probably aren't working as well and your yeah. your um your your unsuspecting oh. little toes, man, when they nick on a rock or winter. anything. Oh yeah, man, winter's it's... morning, a cold winter's a brisk winter's morning. Oh, a sparrow fart and things oh. are just snapping off underneath your feet. There's frost on the stones. <laughs> yeah, there's fucking um, the all the rocks that are at Suck Rock, and I, I and like I was going really good, and fucking stepped on someone like it, it was it would have been a thirty year old VB bottle I reckon the shard of glass. Oh, straight and up! I didn't even get to surf that day. Oh, it just cut your foot open completely, and you had to go back to the car. Yeah, it was that oh, shit. Ah, oh, dude, there's so much. Junk floating around out there. I've got to admit, it's a, it's 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 a beautiful zone, but it can also be um, treacherous, and it's falling apart, dude. You come back up and through the getting there at Suck Rock, and you now notice that there's been more rocks falling. Um, yeah, that's right. a huge yeah. line dividing like the slabs of, um, pretty much the platforms up there. You know where everyone kind of walks yeah. down and stands. Yeah, like it's yeah, it's just things happen. I mean. You know, nothing's permanent. Uh, things are changing all the time, and like it's but it's just crazy to see. I reckon Cornell is so fragile because think yeah. about how skinny that landmass is, and you've got the Botany Bay on, on one side, mm-hmm. you've got thunderous like Southern Ocean on the on, on the other, and yeah. really the stretch that um is between oh, Cronulla. Gonna, yeah, it's only going to take a big south fucking like a one of those fifty year storms will probably just like wash the road away one day. For sure, man. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it'd take a little bit more to because they've they they dug that quarry out. It used to be a hundred meter high sand dunes, and now it's like a hundred meter below sea level quarry. I know. I can't believe that we witnessed that in our lifetime, man. Eh? Yeah, it's sad to think of it. I know. All the yeah. sand just got mined away, man. It's unfortunate. I, I think. Yeah, I, I think. Mind you. Yeah, I know it was all it was all signed, sealed, delivered. It's just incredible to think that we were so stupid to give away such a resource like that. But I mean, yeah. at the same time, I guess you know this. Yeah, who's to know? You know, just yeah, it's just so hard. But thinking about it now, man, it'd be really cool to um get a uh pipe sucking out the river, um almost like a sand. Yeah. Um, kind of um, program, but you know, like they do it up at the Goldie. They're just trying yeah. to dredge the Tweed River and they pump it all to Snapper and Rainbow. Like you could so do that with yeah. Cronulla. And Cronulla is very similar because when you have that big sweeping bait bay, Southwell's just push in. They hit the top of Jib in there, that bommy, and they refract in, and they're always constantly manicuring, pushing from the south. Like we're so open to southerly swell, so. Yeah. It could be so easily done. Yeah. We um uh they're actually about to start doing the dredging in Foster um Wallace Lake because they've they've actually had issues up here with um they've had they've got a tourist boat called the Amaru and they actually sold it to I think Port Stevens or somewhere because they couldn't do um charters out of the headland there because there's so much sand, like the sand build up and they I don't know, something up up here with the council, don't want to fucking pay for the dredge. But wow. they, they finally got it through to state government and they're like starting it tomorrow actually. They're going to dredge. So the bar, the Foster Bar might come back, which is like right in front of where Tunner's, Tunkari, 
which is the wave that I've been surfing lately. It's been fucking mental on its day. But uh, Tenko break wall. Yeah. Yeah, that is a great wave, isn't it? Eh? <clears throat> Especially for the knee, man. God, you'd be definitely blowing the back out of the a few there. Yeah, no, it's been – I've had some good sessions there. Um, not this year, actually. With El Nino, it doesn't work up here because just the South Wales just zoomed straight past. Yeah. But um, yep, yep, yep. in 21, 2021, it was pumping like all year and had a real good time. Yeah, sick. So you had that, that real pulse of East Swell and then on the South East Wales the last kind of year and a half or so, have you been going down to Seal Rocks or Yeah, any... I'm not Seals, but just like um, down to – down to Palms, Pacific Palms and that. Oh, sick. Bluey's like, um, Bluey's is one of my favourite spots down there. Yeah, what a wave is, what a wave that place is. Beautiful spot, yeah. Yeah. I still miss the island and suck, but, and and the Cape. Actually, I don't miss the Cape that much. I miss fucking Middles, bro. Yeah, you've got a crazy one out there at Middles. Have some like I reckon. Oh, what about I was there that session you got that mega closeout? Well, oh, yeah, you were. We were, paddling, we were paddling against that rip. How, how was oh, that rip that day? That was yeah. such a time. Yeah, that wave was, um, that wave probably wasn't the smartest choice by me, but at the start, psycho. yeah, I but was on, yeah, I was on the top of that lip looking down at you, going, Oh, you're dead, you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're, Bit of a, a bit of a long hold down here, Luke. Yeah, I, I probably thought like I kind of gave the wave too much credit for what it what it was going to do. Like, because obviously you know those ones out there at middles at the start, they just so round and draw so much water off it, and you're like, holy shit, this is a portal. You know what I mean? You come yeah, in behind yeah. this like crazy growing thing, but then unfortunately, or, or also fortunately, like I guess you know it's always going to have to go into deep water somewhere, but. It yeah. just goes kind of like those bigger ones. It can't hold anything over kind of no like way. 10, 12 foot. And that shut down. Yeah, that thing was just running off so quickly. And I remember being in it going, this is amazing. And then, no, this is not amazing. Mm. And then, yeah. yeah, I think lucky there though, like we're, we're pretty used to kind of just knowing that if you can get to that channel in between Cape Lefts and Middles Even and you're in that little V. Yeah. yeah, you can kind of – you might lose your board or might lose a fin, but if you can stay out of that zone all the way in close to the rocks, you're probably going to be all right. Yeah. You just got to hold your breath. Probably kind of maybe sort of all right. Yeah, yeah, kind of couple. Oh, yeah. I've had some sessions out there and there'd been no one on, like, land to, like, capture anything. And it's pretty rare, like, because, you know, I was always trying to showboat the, the knee wherever – because – there's not many drop nears that try and chase slabs. Like, let's no be honest. way, man. That's why I wanted to on the potty. Like, that yeah. that those waves you've had at Cape, like, they're iconic because what other drop near has done that? Yeah. Well, you know what? I'm here to say that I haven't. I wasn't the first to drop near it. Who was the first? <laughs> it was actually a mate of mine, eh? Really? A bit of a thing, yeah, because, um, yeah, like – I don't even know if he boogs anymore, but you know Nick Franovic. I don't you know. know. Oh, so he's Paulie's Paul Shaw's, um, one of his best mates. And he's no way, Paulie! Shout out to Paul Shaw. Yeah, shout out to Paul Shaw. Um, but shout out to Nick Franovic for actually being the man to drop niche Cape Salander first. He, he probably wow. I'm tell him that I've mentioned him on this. It when was, was this? 
Oh, like when we were still – oh, no, I think it was the year out of high school, eh? Because everyone okay. was being it up. We're like, oh, are you going to drop me to the Cape? And I'm like – So, what, like 2005 or something? 2006 or seven. 2007, okay. I think. Okay, 2007. Yeah, sweet. Going back away. But, yeah. <clears throat> and the, But, it, like, it was only, like, an onshore day, but he can basically claim that he was the first one to do it. I was pissed yeah. off, too. I was like, fuck, are you serious? You did that, like, before me. <laughs> okay, okay. So we definitely, think it's, we definitely think it's the first time it's ever been done. Can we confirm that? Like, have, have we? has this been asked Absolutely. about? Well, um, it might have even been done before him. Or maybe um, Ben Hall. I think I've seen a, uh, a shot of him dropping in um, Cape Left's backside. Really? Yeah, ball was out there backside one time. Oh, I could have mistaken that shot because it was only like looking straight in the pit and it looked like Cape, uh, Suck lefts as well. So it could have been Suck or it could have been Cape. But yeah, Suck. have the reins on, on surfing Cape on the knee first or my mate. Okay, well, I'm going to have to put it out there to the bodyboarding fans, whoever's listening out there. Hit up Riptide's DMs with any of your answers um, yeah. or like theories or anything you got because. Yeah, like I'd love to be able to put that one to bed. It sounds super legit, as up, but you got to put it out to the to the public, eh, to give it the final seal of approval. Yeah, like I, um, you know, I wish I was the first to do it. My my old man claims he's the first to surf it. Really, <laughs> yeah, your old man? That's dude, your old man down at the like wave pool and the shit that I've seen him do at home. I wouldn't put it past him. Yeah. Well, I don't know. He can't get the he can't get the story straight because it was either he was surfing in green speedos or or red speedos, and it was out Cape Salander, and he had like a crew of like thirty to forty people watching him. Wow! You get a couple of pits back in the seventies or some shit. I don't know. Yeah, no, I think he he because back then it was like so like not even thought of to surf Cape. Remember, like. Oh, even 100%. even before, like, yeah, even before the um the the fucking like Leicester and that started surfing it, people. It was like, always oh, very taboo. It was like kind of, yeah. it's going to be too hectic, it's too close to the rocks. You're all going to die. Blah 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 blah. All that shit. Yeah, and good. Someone could still die there. Don't be wrong. It is a very dangerous way, but at the same time, um, yeah. you, and you can find yourself in situations being fucked. I've had some bad situations out there, but. Yeah. Nine times out of ten, like if you just kind of have your wits about you, you you're gonna survive. It's gonna be all good. Yeah, I think the I think the scariest things fucking getting in from the joint. Yeah, yeah, true. That that staircase is never easy. Eh? Like to time the the bob up, like with the oh, the surging man. swell. Yeah, especially if it's a rising swell. Like I got caught out there on a rising swell once. Yeah, and, and I got cut the fuck up. Eh, like I was just. And I, did, I got, like, every wave made that session. Like, I was prone in the majority of them. I think I got one good one on the knee, but made every wave. It was sweet. And then when I get in to get up the steps, just cut from head to toe. <laughs> yeah, fuck, I thought the wave uh, was hectic. Yeah, I know. Oh, a one-inch barnacle got me. Mate. Just it- that one barnacle kept getting me, eh? There's so many, dude. There's some, there's some gnarly ones out there. Like, everyone talks about... Um, you know, listen to the potty that again, the, the closeout one with Michael Novi and the, the You don't have to have a listen to it. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's so sick, man. I was I was I was I was loving it. I just love any 
sort of like bodyboarding content. So, I mean, I was, I was just devouring that, but, um, yeah, he's talking about like at Cyclops, how you've got those huge um, barnacles. And I look at sometimes the one at Cape and I, I know they're not as big, but fuck man, they, they're sharp. Like they're so, yeah, th- those rocks there, like the amount of swell that like washes up on them. If you don't time that, get in properly. Yeah. You are getting so walloped. Like yeah, the grated. Yeah, and it honestly changes with like probably between two to three meters of depth. Like yeah. from the, as the swell laps up and then comes down, and yeah, oh, like easy more. I reckon more sometimes. Eh? Yeah, oh, for sure. On, on bigger days, one hundred percent. And talking about changing depths and talking about you know surging um, waves and and jumping over rocks. Can can we just reference your rock jump out at Suck Rock, bro? Oh, yeah. That was a silly one, eh? That's a Probably psycho me. one, man. That's one of the most psycho rock jumps I've ever seen. Well, it was a G up from Sam Kane. Um, he was like sort of egging me on. He's like, you wouldn't fucking jump it. You wouldn't do Dude, it. Like on a where can side. people find this on your Instagram? Um, I was actually, because you, I remember you mentioned it to me before we um, locked into this. And I have been trying to scope it. I'll scope it and I'll repost it. Yeah, do please. Yeah. People need to see this because once you get the understanding of of what what we're speaking about and the just the um, uh, how do you describe it? Like I, I guess like the clarity of the photo or the uh, yeah, was, I'm missing the word. I'm I'm just trying to describe how like you are so small and the area is so large and how pulled back it is and your your fl- like not flailing but like your limbs are like flailing. Yeah. In, like, in the air as you're just sailing over like the gnarly cliffs man like it's it's so it's so wild what looking yeah. at that photo you know like oh man well, you, you would have jumped that rock like on a on a clear like sunny no swell day yeah have you ever gone I mean, there and jumped it or i've never jumped that rock i mean i've oh, okay. i've i've been up there like i've i've sussed it i mean i've uh, Jumped off a couple of things like around the corner and stuff, bro. But like never like small little ledges. That that thing's fucking huge, dude. Yeah, it's um because it's like that little horseshoe bay as well. Um, the day that we jumped it, it was actually before I had to start work at Pilgrim's Cafe when I worked there. Oh yeah, yeah. And um, Sam's like, oh, look, we got we got this like window. Let's do it. Like, oh, I got to start work. You got to start work. Let's just do it in the morning. Like we'll get there fucking early. And so we went there and it was blowing a fucking gale out there, like southerly. And and I was like, I'm not doing it in this. And then Sam's like, oh, you said you would, you fucking pussy. And I was like, oh, all right, I'll go out there and we'll have a look. And I put my wedding on straight from the car and walked out there. Like, because, you know, he didn't want to fucking walk back. We, For sure, I had to think about the whole thing. Yeah, and here's Sam Kane, like, with his, like, I think he had, like, four cameras on him. No, I'm joking. He only had one camera on him, but it would have looked heaps funny if he had like four cameras to document that shit. <laughs> anyway, we're walking there and I'm like looking down and I'm not even kidding. The, the spray from the waves was like up on the ledge. Like the ledge that I was jumping off was wet because the wave spray was going up on the ledge. So that's, wow. I'm looking at it now and it's, what would you call it? It's like 15 meters high. Oh, I was, I was going to say easily, easily. Yeah. Yeah, you'd say, well, and it's hard to gauge too because the surgeon wave, like it, it drops probably another five. Yeah, and that's a scary thing because when you're timing it with the jump off, the rock at the bottom that you're trying to clear looks way gnarlier at times as the waves yeah. wash up and down. Yeah, it's it's funny. I'm looking at the shot and 
I'm remembering what happened. I actually timed it wrong and I timed it on the run out, like the way the surge was going back out the sea. So it was getting shallower and I was like, oh, shit, like mid-air, mid, mid air, I was like, oh, no, I fucked it. And then I, because the whitewash was everywhere when I when I jumped in, it just felt like I, I just went so easily into the water. Like it didn't splash. I didn't hit. It was just like foam. And I just ejected like like out to sea so I wouldn't hit the bottom because it does get pretty shallow there. And then It does. Yeah, and as I ejected out, my feet got caught in the wave that was approaching. So I sort of did like a somersault and then the, the whitewash took me back into the cliff. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and Sam at that point was like his hand was like waving, like saying, get out, like telling me to like swim out to sea. But it just kept surging me up the rock and I was like, oh, fuck. And then so I didn't know if I should go out to sea or try and climb up the rocks and eventually I just ended up swimming out to sea and I was like at the furthest point, I, was, I swear I was like 50 metres off the rocks and I was freaking out and I had, I think I was wearing shoes. No, I wasn't wearing shoes. And um, Dude, I, if you were wearing shoes out in the ocean and trying to kick, that would be psycho yeah, without the fins on. Dumb. <laughs> oh. Yeah, and um, yeah, it was a bit hairy there for a bit. And then anyway, I ended up getting like swept around the current and it took me over to pretty much where we jump off to go surf suck. That's where, I, that's where I got in, but I got cut up a little bit because the waves were pretty big. And but then as soon as I got up, like um, Sam was telling me like that my face had gone completely white, like I was like full just adrenaline overload, and I was like, holy fuck! Like, did would that just actually happen? And then we're yeah. sitting in the car. I think we went and got a coffee, and we looked at the shots, and we we're like, holy fuck! That was so silly, but we were all, we were both stoked, like. Oh man, that yeah. Again, yeah. people need to see this shot just to understand exactly what we're talking about. But that that is just no mean feat what you just did, and to be out there by yourself on a real stormy day, um, fifty meters off that coastline there, like pretty deep water. That's pretty deep water. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. I'm just tagging you in it now in, this, in my little fucking thread. Yeah, sick, perfect. I can't wait to look back on it again, man. Dude, speaking, um, you know, about home and, and speaking about all the waves you've had, I know moving yeah. up north has been like a completely different um, kettle of fish with a, a lot of different beaches and and a whole different way to surf because you really, truly mastered um, bow riding. Like, on honestly, like for someone to ride so many slabs over such a period of time at, at home, like you, could, you definitely had – Bar riding on lock and key um, yeah. on both drop knee and, 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 and prone. But going up north, bro, you've got the technical side of um, DK coming to the to the fore more. And obviously with all your comp results sailing, especially in the DK sessions, um, something you were stoked on getting fourth there, like against some really good quality DKs here in um, Australia, like, you know, of all national standard. Like what's yeah. been the difference moving up north, as a And like, you know, and, and have you really found that the – Beaches have have given you that 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 edge and and maybe that um you know that missing part of your competitive arsenal. Yeah, I, I, you know it's just the the chapter of life that I'm in as well has a big effect on my like surfing life. It, it just, there's just no way around it. Like I'm up here and and like I said, 
before we started the potty, it's like family first always. So my two boys like come first and my partner and just sort of getting shit done, you know, to, to fucking provide for them. But the surfing that I have been doing on the beaches that are around me has been like you said, it's, it's different to surfing slabs. It's not as adrenaline sort of pumping. It's more, um, I, I use it now as my like actual outlet for just re- relaxing. It's now more, I'm, I'm, well, I want to try and find a little bit more style in my riding and shit like that. Cause I've really just been throwing myself over le- like sucky ledges and hoping for the best. And a lot of hardcore drop nears would agree. You know, it's like I can sort of look at my style when I'm surfing slabby reefs and style sort of takes a back seat. You know, it's more just survival mode when I'm on a wave of consequence. Whereas now in like mellower waves, I can kind of concentrate a little bit more on my, um, <clears throat> like focus on a bit more style and, and having control in a, in a turn or, or riding a barrel. <clears throat> so, and- yeah. What what's been like the major thing that you've noticed has improved in, in in your riding? Like what has it been a move or has it been um you know a certain style you've been trying to exude? Like what what what's been the main thing? Yeah, there's a bit of a hot topic with um not grabbing rail to grab rail or to not grab a rail on the drop knee. People in the drop knee world they sort of it's either yes or no vote for it, you know. Wow, so there's some yeah, full right. division there. It's almost like a, a voice a referendum bit, at the yeah. moment. Well, I mean, it goes. It's it's pretty. It's a no brainer. Like if you can, if you can jam out a mad turn, a snap or or a big drawn out turn with no ra- no grab rail involved, then you you're one up. You know what I mean? Whereas when I'm coming out of a, like a fucking like slab island wave and i've got too much speed that i don't know what to do with i'll grab the rail just to get like a decent hold on the on the phase it'll it'll give us heaps of spray it'll look sick but the the rail's been grabbed so what are you gonna do <laughs> someone's gonna fucking have a have a, 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 a you know a, a sook about it no, they're going to have a fit. You've been touching your, your, your own rail. It's a uh, fucking joke. It's a travesty. Throw this man behind fucking bars, I, as far as I'm concerned. And to all them people out there, you can grab my fucking rail. All right. <laughs> Inside out, man. Just grab it and rub it. No, but um, mm, I, 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 I'm a bit of um, a man of both. I think both can exist, co- coexist. If you, you should see Feasty, like, over in WA, like, He'll jam out a grab rail turn coming out with speed out of North Point and it will just look insane. And you can't you can't like disregard like surfing, which is pretty much what drop knee riders emulate in their riding. Well you'd hope they'd wanna try and you know you try and try and um what's the word? Exacerbate as much of your your skill. And and if if grabbing a rail makes it happen, then let it happen. Like fuck, the surfers grab rails all the time. It doesn't matter. So, yeah, I totally yeah. agree. I I don't think there should be any sort of prejudice towards yeah. grabbing rail or not. You know, like it, yeah, it's exactly. I, I think it's what the moment calls for. It's like yeah. the same old ethos I've tried to live my life by. Like when you're in the ocean, 
whatever craft is applicable for the way. Yeah, yeah that's right. You know what I mean? Yeah, so the bodyboard cool. comes into play so often, man. The surfboard comes into play often. You can mm-hmm. body surf with like a hand plane ever so often. Like there's, yeah. you know, really, man, like Matt, like if you end up like mal riding or like a 45-inch boog for like one Mac or two is, foot. Macca's tray. A Macca's tray. tray. Yeah, Do you remember right. those beaters? Remember those like um, soft top beaters that everyone was getting into there for a bit? Yeah, yeah. I'd so often see like them snapped in half in like recycling bins, eh? Like it's uh, they went yeah. for days and then all of a sudden everyone's like, "Nah, I'm on to the next one." And yeah, yeah for they, sure, they, they were everywhere. They were they, they they really became a thing. I fucking could never get them down pat, eh? I could never get the um weight weight ratio and positioning on them, eh? Like it was just yeah, yeah. yeah. It was. I'll, it I was terrible to watch. I'll say back like I'll just conclude that grab rail, no grab rail debate. Oh, sorry, yes. It is a hot topic for the knee, but um, I I don't agree with grab and rail in comps. That's the one – that's where I'm a little bit funny because it does – it's so much better if you can get scored highly on just all your control without the the grabbing. Okay, so if you saw two dudes in a heat going for it in the same sort of condition, same scale, and one dude had a three-foot right and the other dude had a three-foot right, one dude grabbed and one dude didn't, you're hoping the guy that exuded the more control without the grab rail is going to get scored higher, correct? Absolutely, precisely. Fuck yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm understanding now. eh? This is is a hot topic in debate. (laughs) Uh, Hot topic. Okay, so is there any people that are in like strong corners? You know what I mean. That you could you could kind of you know you could yeah. Dion Dion Myers. So Dion Myers, I would say, and Owen Bayless. These fellas, uh, guys, I went to West Java with on that on that trip. The one that I surfed Apocalypse on. Oh yeah, yeah, and that was basically when I got wind of this grab rail, no grab rail um, realm. And Dion is very hardcore, no grab. He's like. You fucking control that rail with your knee, or you get the fuck out of the ocean. He's <laughs> <laughs> not that. No, he's actually a really nice fella. He looks like um, vanilla ice. Um, ice, ice. Yeah, indeed. He's the colonel. Anyway, um, <laughs> we throw because he throws buckets. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Beautiful. Like what is it? Like eleven herbs and spices. Get exactly. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, we. That's a great segue to um, talking to the about the West Java trip. Yeah, isn't it, man? Please tell me about that trip because that one, for me, when I saw the footage coming back with, like, the, the shots at least, I remember thinking, like, mm. man, that was that yeah, was, was a, a trip. Yeah, it was a trip, but a pretty big swell you had at that apocalypse joint. Like, Oh, yeah. Wow. I was with um, Josh Garner, too. He was randomly on the boat with us because he was mates with um, Gazondi. Who, yeah. Um, the, how, how was it hanging out with Garner? Oh, legend, man. It was just such a good vibe with him. Um, real he's a good bloke. Yeah, he's a good dude, and um, you know, he had all the all the he had the herbs and spices. He had the fucking he had a bit of ganja on him, which I don't know how you could get away with that shit in Java. Um, oh, <laughs> Josh, red hot, bro. Yeah, I'm sure his network spreads far and wide, far <laughs> and wide. But um, no, we had a we had a fucking mega time. He was the only one who put his hand up. Well, he really wanted to jump on the boat because it was destined to go to Peniton, which is where Apocalypse is. Um, so he's like, oh, he just took the opportunity. He's like, oh, it's a DK trip, but, you know, we'll make an exception and you be the one fella that 
can um, jump in as well. Um, so, yeah, we were surfing there. And <clears throat> and what year was this, Alta? It's 2016, so we're like nine years ago. Wait, was this in Moray? I was on the Moray board, yeah. Yeah, I do remember that. That was that <laughs> yellow number. Yeah, it was the old fucking uh, SS. It was a Dave Hubbard Moray. Yeah, actually. wow. Yeah, it was a dub Moray. i got to admit, like, you know, out of all the colour combos you've had, I love the orange one, but I also do love that that um, that um colour combo because it just reminded me of such a such an old-school floaty rail, like the big yeah. chunky rails that just felt like they could probably throw more water around, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I um I had two of those. Yeah, I had the one that came out before and then Dub jumped on Moray that year and I got his model. And it was one of my – I rode it in the Island Challenge too. And 2017 one? Nah, the one that I – the 2014 one. Oh, 2014. Sick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, have you been two? Yeah, I went in two. It's just insane. That's so sick, as a... I was, I was, I'm forever grateful for. But sorry, we 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 are jumping back like back and forth. Let's definitely hold on to that island challenge stuff. But we're talking about your boat trip over there with um Ghana and whatnot. It was two thousand and sixteen. Sixteen, yeah, yeah. And yeah, so, like, how did that trip go down? Was it a ten day trip? It was eleven day, eleven nights. Yeah, something like that. Um, it was a it was a, a real good piss up. Yeah, beautiful. And there were sick waves, like, um, oh, you know how they go. Like those trips are insane. You could go on for hours about them. But um, the nitty gritty, like we got to Penite and and uh, we were just greeted with constant swell. Like it was pumping everywhere we looked, which is exactly what you want because it was like five hours from mainland to get to the joint and there was there was some mega swell when we because we we crossed one of the channels overnight and we were like rocking back and forth so we knew there was swell in the ocean and when we rocked up we surfed this real like mellow reef i think it was called pussycats or something yeah a night yeah it was just just absolutely and we (laughs) had a good time on that i think i jumped on a stick there and and they were like fucking let's get this show on the road let's go and have a look at apocalypse so we went over and it was just you'd look down the barrel of this thing and you're like holy shit that's like the longest barrel you've ever seen get get closer to it and you realize it is running at max speed bro like i'm talking warp speed just running down this straight reef and it's in ankle deep water and so there was no way for you on the knee like to ever properly make one of them hey no, no way. Even on a surfboard, it looks like almost unlikely. Oh, yeah, like um, uh, Dylan Longbottom, I think, got one. And if you watch one of his waves that he's surfing there, he is pumping the entire time. Like, And I'm talking like down to the trough all the way to as high as you can be on a wave. And he's just doing that constantly. Yeah, it's that's, just a glorified closeout over dry reef and just chasing. This is the same way that, like that documentary. I think you and me have spoken about this when, like Timmy Turner used to go. Yeah, there that's for, right. Yeah, years at a time. I mean, not years, months at a time, and just camp out there on the beach and yep. uh, Jones and all that yep. kind of stuff. And yeah, dude, that's yeah. Macala got one and made it, and um, he actually took off um, way, way up the up the point. 
Like I was, we were, we sort of just jumped off the boat and we were like around the midway section of where the wave breaks. And it probably wasn't the best choice because we could have, could have got a better wave like, uh, like up a bit. So anyway, we, we, me and Garner, we jumped out and I fucking had a gaff helmet on the boat and I just didn't put it on. I don't know why. But um, we're out there. He gets the first wave and he comes up and he's like, fuck, I got cut up straight away. And then I, I catch one. It was shit. And then I, we paddle back out and um, he gets one and he gets flogged and doesn't paddle back out to me. He just goes straight to the boat. And then yeah. so, I'm, so I'm the left out there by myself and there's like eight to ten foot like set waves coming through and I'm shitting myself. And I'm like, all right, I've got all the drop knee boys on the boat. I'm out here by myself. I've got to fucking put one on. So I go <laughs> this one wave and it just stood up like it looked really nice. Like it was a fucking perfectly looking wave, but it was just moving so quick. And it picks me up and I'm like taking off like I'm completely like on the knee as the lip is like just throwing and I'm dropping down the face and I just can't hold a line. I can't hold my rail in. So I start sliding out and the last thing I look at is the lip and it just fucking hits me square on the forehead and uh, just throws me straight into the reef on my back, on the back of my head. And I was seeing stars. I come up. And thankfully, there was no waves, like no sets after it. It was just the last of the set. And the fella that was in the water, um, uh, Dobby Digital, he was taking the photos. He goes, holy shit, Azza, you're bleeding. And I was just had like a pool of blood all around me. And I was like, oh, no. And so we all go back to the boat and get the clippers out, shave my head. Fucking nobody on the boat knows how to stitch up. So we find the closest boat. And it turns out to be a bra boy who knows how to um, do stitches. Um, oh. John Olsen, actually. Yeah. And he was like, Shout out to John Olsen for getting yeah. you thrown up. Hey, fuck, dude. Uh, if we hadn't had him near us, then it would have been like just someone on the boat doing a hell dodgy stitch on me. Or yeah. we go back on five your skull. hours. On my skull. No anesthetic. No anesthetic. And, um, yeah, so he did a fucking immaculate job. I think I got nine. So when he was sewing you up, were you having a couple of beers? Were you just getting yourself? Yeah, I was on the bintangs like straight away. I was gonna say, yeah, that, that was the that was the numbing cream. Yeah, get some <laughs> heavy. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and then the fucking um, the captain of the boat, Gazondi, shaved a bald patch on my head, and I was left with this mad like mullet slash bald patch for the for the duration of the the trip that's so uh, good it's almost like just like a little um little stamp you know what i mean little, like a, yeah it's a little souvenir yes yeah so, well thought well thought out yeah but that was a great trip like i met some lifelong mates on that trip and yeah no it was good i got to try that wave and i've i've said it a few times i'd love to have redemption but at the same time there's probably waves that are similar to it that I don't have as as uh, much of a consequence that I would probably try instead. Yeah, um, for sure. I mean, like that that seems like the the impossible, the impossible, and it it's a, like, it a, yeah, it was a far reach. <laughs> yeah, but also at the same time, just so sick you even attempted it because how many people on the face of the earth can say they've gone to apocalypse and to try to 
Try to yeah. master it, man. Like, yeah, it's, I mean, never, you've never mastered that way, but, you know, to have a go at it anyway. Yeah, it was a good thing to tell the kids when they're older. I'll say it's like it was 24, it was a stormy day, and um, <laughs> I was on the ropes and I had a bad back that day. And... <laughs> well, dude, there's the, the, the other amazing thing you can tell your kids is that you're in the 2014, 2017 Shark Island Challenge. How was the 2014 yeah. one? I can't remember that one, sir. It was mel. It was mellow. It was one of the ones where they were on the borderline of like calling it off. So it was like four or five foot. Yeah, and Winston, I was um, I was in the same heat. You know how they run the you just run back to back heats and it's just high score. Yep. And um, I had Winston in both my heats. It was fucking amazing, man. Like surfing with one of my idols in the Shark Island Challenge. <laughs> yeah, so cool. And we you 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 um you threw the knee up in most of May. Yeah, well, that was one of the things I, because Reese, no, not Reese Fowler. Um, yeah, no, Reese, he couldn't make it because he had to do his um, HSC, and he was like, "I want to give my spot to Azza, and it can only go to Azza." And I was like, "What?" And that's why Leo was like, "All right, you fucking got the call up. Here you go." Because that's amazing, Azza. Yeah, Fuck, shout out to Reese Fowler for hooking you up. That's yeah, amazing. He's my boy, he's my boy. Oh, yeah. so Valley, what a good, what a good egg, eh? He should, should be back on the boo. Come on, Racy. Yeah, Pick up the fins, lad. Pick up the fins. Yes, it's the bug and pick up the fins. Yeah, exactly, mate. <laughs> fucking get this, the fucking cloud away from you and just put yourself in the ocean. Yeah. You can do both. Do both. It's always yeah, good doing both. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. so, yeah, 2014 Shark on Challenge, like that was. That that would have been a time of it, you know, just even being your first one. And then the, the 2017, what was what was that like? That was like a, a four to six foot year and a little bit junky, but still some fun ones. Was yeah, and um, you know, like going from the 2014 one, I literally was just content with that and wouldn't have even cared if I'd had another run at it. Like although I was like, oh yeah, no, it'd be sick if I could. But then you know, you guys surf the 2016 Island Challenge, and I was like. Fuck no, I would never get on the knee out, out there. <laughs> oh man, that was sixteen. Your shot on one of the um one of the promo twenty shark on twenty twenty four. That's just the best shot, dude. What Thanks, happened bro. on that wave? What what ended up happening to you on that? Um, I think I got a little bit too greedy towards the end. Um, and to be, you know, I've said this before and I'll say it again, that day I underestimated how east it was and what you needed to do to get to the channel, I, I really mm. felt like. And, you know, you ride it like a southeast or an east-southeast direction one, that's all good. You know, you can you can kind of get away with stalling and, and um, yeah. you know, just hugging the, the bow a bit more. But that, because that was like east and almost, it was pretty much east or east. Like you had to just be, Gunning and um that yeah. one was so good to be in, but in the last se- section I can just remember it's almost like Surge has another part of the reef when it's East and Reef. Yeah, it does. It definitely does. Hey, yeah, um, and you can't get out of it quick enough, or you underestimate and think, "Oh, I'm done," and then there's that last hook, and you're like, "Fuck, I'm not done. I'm too high," and then exploded. Yeah. <laughs> as, as some of the goats that surf it, you sort of see that they read it so well that. They sort of do both at once. I don't know if that makes sense, but you you sort of you're hugging the the like the most inside part of the shocky, but you've also just hit that peak like speed run. Like you got to do this, you got to do both at the same time. 
Like, what, 100%? Uh, fucking, yeah, fucking um, Pino's like the, the man at doing it. I was yeah. just about to say his 10 was the perfect example yeah, of that. Yeah, exactly. The That's the one that I'm sort of – I'm talking about um, like I'm visualising and that, that ride was hectic. Oh, wasn't it? It was probably – Probably one of the greatest ever recorded rides at Shark Island to this yeah. day. Like, really, yeah. like, the way he kind of just cruised in from this, like, six-foot mm. wedge into a pretty much ten-foot face of just <laughs> pure East madness. And he's just yeah. puffed the cheeks out, put the chest up, and just, so just murdered that thing. Yeah. He was, he was so confident. He knew exactly what he was doing and like he's done a million times before. And then yeah. hey, what, I, what I loved about it even more is in the footage, you can see that he cruises out um, into the channel and puts his hand up and slaps one of um, our good friends, Sam Aylett on the, on the hand as, as he's passing by his boat. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's so psycho. Yeah. Like he, and he traveled so far into the channel. It was almost like he was planing on top of the water because he had so much speed coming out of that thing. Yeah. Oh I'm man, so best, best. Um, but yeah, like <laughs> it's just imagine if you threw a drop knee rider into that. Like it would, oh, it would definitely right. be entertaining. There's no doubt about it. Like, and I've said it to you know the, the people who were in charge of running the joint. It's like even if it's not me, just get someone who's willing to drop knee it. Just just throw them in there because you're gonna get that there's the core lords around the globe that drop me and they're already going to be like watching island 2024 like no doubt but if you throw one of their own in there it's going to just open up a can of worms eh? it's just they're gonna be like holy shit is he gonna fucking do it yeah dude 100 percent. is there anyone out there you would you would throw the the hat into the ring i would (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course you would, a hundred percent. We all know, we all know that. But is there anyone else? There's a, there's a few. No, there's definitely, there's definitely some Lord drop names out there that would take it on and could probably. I'm not like saying it just to be a nice. Like I reckon they could do it better than me, even. Like Dub would probably backside ride the joint pretty well, like on a on a mellow day, like a four to six foot day, definitely. And I think Tyson Ryan would have a good dig at it. He's Definitely, been, he's, he's been he's been um, down the south coast lately, getting some slabby rides and some slabs. Some slabs. He's absolutely just locking into slabs down there. I'm so jealous. Yeah, well, how can't you when you go down there? Like you spend a couple of weeks in a row down there, you're probably going to get fucking slabs galore, let alone months. So yeah, it's so yeah. sick. If you got the time, go do it. Yeah. Actually, don't go do it. Say the fuck out of the south coast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've been uh, warned. I've been warned. I've got to say this shit, all right? So yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Don't fucking come down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, I I even love going like where my cousin grew up down in Burmy and Naruma and uh, down that far south. I love going that far south. You know, if I was going to move anywhere, I'd probably move there. I know that is sacred, sacred land down there. It and, is. And- that step further away to that, you know, kind of Ulladulla is just too close to Sydney, Batemans yeah, Bay. It's kind cool, of getting man. closer because of the highway. But if you go that bit step further, Naruma, oh, man, a million-dollar view. Mm-hmm. Some good stuff down there. But it's, I, I can't complain with moving north. Um, I have missed the slabs. But moving up north has definitely been um, good for the soul, you know, good for my family. 
been loving it. Yeah, made new friends, you know, made new friends up here. And oh, I mean, just another stage of your life too, and like just yeah, just just growing. Like it's so nice to relocate and and get a different taste for things. You know, like we, um, I've been a. I've, I've I've lived other places in the world, um, you know, on on, on holidays or on like van trips for extended periods of time, but never have I like relocated out of the Shire. So you know, yeah, I've yeah. been a hobbit through and through as a. Yeah, um, no. I think it's so. I cool never thought you... I would either. I, I honestly didn't. Yeah, um, but it's sick. It's 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 sick that you have because it makes you grow as a person. You get to know like a different community, and it's just so much better seeing like variation and um, different ways of thinking than just you know one constant city city thought (laughs) when we left i i just felt like um the place that i grew up in had completely vanished oh bro it's so fucking ridiculous as like i can't agree with you more like i look around now the only reason i'm here as we said off air is because of the waves and yeah and i know my family's here in regards to like my my parents my brothers moved back and lot and Lauren's parents and her and her side of the family like it's it's all very convenient but the place and the people unfortunately has changed dramatically just because of um money influence and I guess the Sydney CBD just getting larger and larger yeah urban sprawl yeah uh, that's one thing I struggle with too like moving away from my family was pretty shit my brother and my mum they're both living in Cronulla still renting um and when we talk about rent it's like you can't not compare what they're enduring and what we're, you know, living in because the rental situation that they have is ridiculous. You know, compared to what we've got here, like we're in a three-bedroom house, backyard, you know, close to the beach, and for that same price you get a two-bedroom, like, fucking shoebox in Cronulla and it's just sad that it's gotten that way but that's just how it is that's just how it goes eh? I know I know but all these coastal towns that um were once like you know little surfing oh it'll happen here as well yeah yeah I know it's yeah I don't know why the the jab didn't work it was fucking meant to do its job wasn't it <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, I'm kidding. I, was I know, I know, I know, I know. I just kind of my 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 jaw dropped then because I loved it. I loved it, okay. um, dude. It's 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 a it's yeah, changing and and the whole fucking thing with like you know how it affects surfing culture and how it affects, um, you know townships and 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 just how constant growth can be like progressive but also like so detrimental at times. It's like something you you just kind of got to take in your stride, and and you know I can have bad days here. Where I'm just constantly muttering on my breath. I oh, look at this development here. Look at this real estate agent staring back at me in a fucking, you know, a poster on a um or like a billboard like in a main advertising part of Cronulla or something like that. Just thinking, how has this this happened? But if you focus on the positives, they they are really still there, and you can get them. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and get them out of anywhere. It's just if you, it's it's just like the cost of everything, man. It 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 is so so crazy. And if we didn't lucky enough to kind of um get something here ten years ago from mum and dad's ad, ad, like, advice and making us save and making us do that, mm. I would have fucking moved out ages ago too. Because it's just yeah. like you know what I mean. You, yeah, no, that's you're it. right. Bang for buck, man. You you're nailing it up there. You're just raising a beautiful family up on a house. At yeah. like a, a, a like a house with a yard, a house with a 
a future, you know what I mean, instead of just like four walls and a fucking TV. Yeah, yeah, that's it, man. You gotta, you gotta weigh it up. He's, happiness is, I think, the most vital thing in your life. You just gotta make sure you can balance that with, you know, your duties as being a a, a parent. And yeah, that's what I've been sort of juggling. You know, it's it's crazy, like, because we are in a similar situation. You know, we had kids, like, you had your your boy Lenny, who's a legend. He looks such such like a spitting image of you and Loz. <laughs> like, it's it's weird looking at him. It's like, oh, he's exactly like a, a split between you two. <laughs> Thanks, bro. Right. Yeah, it's actually he's, classic. He's, he's, yeah, cheers. Yeah, same like, as your kids too, man. Yeah, and yeah, it's just wild. Like coming out of we were grommets, and then. And then we're got grommets. <laughs> That's what I'm Oh, for sure. Anyway. Yeah, no, dude, I know. I know. And like time just moves too quickly. Years. And man, also, time of this podcast, we've been um, chatting yeah, right. for over a fucking hour here. As I fucking love it. It's been good, man. Thanks it's for been, having me. Oh, dude, man, thanks for coming on. And, and we're going to have to catch up again, um, you know, in the, in, in, the, in the probably coming months or maybe even a year or so just to see. Um, you know where you are with your body, body, and actually talk more about um, the the boards you've been riding. I know we probably wanted to touch on your touch on your versus model that just recently came out. I mean, not personally yours, but obviously you had a lot to do with. Just quickly before we go, man, like you know, you, you did testing down at the wave pool for that 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 board. Like you've been putting through its paces up and down the, the north coast. Like, what did you put into that board that was different from um, anything else you've ridden? Well. Um... Winnie hit me up just as I'd moved. Actually, it was about a couple of months before I moved up here um, to talk about designing a drop knee board for Versus. And that's what we come up with was initially I just put in a custom um, order and the, cu- the custom order that I like requested was pretty similar to the, the Mez design of the NMDK. It's like a real similar, similar um, template. Um, so I like I used to ride NMDKs before, but the VSDKs like I added the nose rocker to it. Plus, it's got the um, the double stringer, and I also have mesh in mine as well. So I just put those three things on, and everyone who got the first release of the VSDK said that they love the the rocker in it, the nose rocker, because you don't ever get them in, like, stock boards anymore. It's just standard um, design sort of thing. So that was the only thing that I really added to the table. Um, and and as for the nose isn't, like, like too narrow, like most drop knee like, uh, riders like. Um, I sort of keep it so I can, you know, lock into a, a pit if I want. I can still, like, prone ride on it. Um, so yeah, that was pretty much it in a nutshell. <clears throat> and the next release is um, very much the same, um, but I think they're going to be doing something with the channels this time. I'm not sure if it's going to be slotted or if it's. They might even just take them off completely. I think because drop nears love just having a flat bottom on some of them. So yeah, and that's pretty much it. I love yeah. riding it. It's a sick board. Like fuck, gets me. It gets me what I want out of a wave. 
Yeah, epic. And you'd now know and like riding a, a board for almost two, like over two decades now, you definitely know what you want. So, yeah, that's yeah. so cool to hear, man. Like it's always interesting to see the different designs of like a DK board. It's so different to anything you want on prone. So, yeah, yeah it's, 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 it's sick to hear. Thanks, man. No dramas, bro. No dramas. Well, let's chat again soon. And um, thanks again for coming on the potty. Yeah, bro. I'll be down um, uh, in late November. I'll try and I'll try and catch up with you. Yeah, fuck. Let's go have a beer. Oi, and also, I, I didn't get to ask you, but I'm going to ask it on the spot. Do you have a song that you wanted to close the potty with off the top of your head? <laughs> oh, you put me on the spot there. But um, yeah. Um... I've been listening to this Adelaide hardcore band lately called Winners Circle. Winners Circle. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty fucking. They're pretty brutal. I like them. Yeah, skits. What's the song you choose? Um, probably um, straight up thugs tears. Straight up thugs tears. That's by called, just, just just thugs tears. But yeah, it's, that's fucking. That's a good track. Fuck yeah, right. Thugs tears by Winners Circle taking us out for as a glossop. Episode 55. Cheers, motherfuckers. Legend. See you, brother. Those who want respect, give respect.
I said a thug's tear, said a thug's prayer.